Hello, and welcome to the 273rd episode of the Cue It Up podcast, the only podcast that comes with a money-back guarantee. I am your host, Jared, and to my left is... Eric. Dave Brown cordially invites you to the Cue It Up. (laughs) Hello, folks. It's every time. Every time. It's never good. I ain't gonna stop. Dave's like, how how can I roll a podcast right from the get-go? All right, listen up. We're gonna do a... uh, Brief rundown of things that we've been watching, and then after we get done with that segment, we'll get into a spoiler-filled review of the movie The Invitation, so if you've not seen that 2015 movie, go watch it on Netflix and come back after you're done. Oh, I haven't seen it. Hmm. But you see, I was giving everyone an invitation. I hate, you're watching The you? Invitation. <laughs> I get you. To okay. you. <laughs> All right. Jared, what have you been watching? Man- mm. Mandalorian, maybe? I did watch the premiere of The Mandalorian. This is uh, season two, uh, chapter nine, if you're following along. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody has seen it? Yes. No. You've still not seen it? No. Really? I figure there's no rush because they won't get it to any plot. Uh, oh, this again. Oh, this about, guy. It's about episode oh, five, absolutely. probably, so, you know, six. Maybe. You and get them, man. Um. All right. Well, I guess I we won't get into spoilers at all. But I'll say this: I thought it was a fantastic episode. One of the coolest special effects segments of any TV show I've ever seen. That's like season eight of Game and Throne, Game of Thrones. So, and one of the stuff. biggest connection to the original trilogy too happened. Yes. Yeah. So I will say this: I, I mean, again, this is taking someone's opinion. So I'll wait till I actually see these scenes and, mm. and judge it. But um, that was a complaint of mine, obviously, with season one, too, is I felt like as good as it did look, they had the opportunity to make it look a lot better and do it. Uh, it just felt like a Disney Channel show in a way that it shouldn't. I felt like that is a, the kind of show that should have came out of the gate. And, you know, because like when you look at Game of Thrones, the mm-hmm. early seasons, you know, Game of Thrones weren't. You know, special effects wise, weren't weren't you mean that, that uh, th- that was a budget decision to yeah. have Tyrion get knocked out right before the big battle? Yeah, Ty- Tyrion with his <laughs> frosted tips. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I'm just saying that over time got to a point to where you're like, this is better than most movies. Uh, you know, big budget movies with like special effects. Yeah, and and that's the way that if there had been more seasons, it would have continued to be that way. But that wasn't the kind of thing like The Mandalorian was. Like when that happened, you know, and again, I'm not saying every show that ever gets made from this point on, but there's a reason why people were hyped about that show before it ever even came out or they ever knew anything about it. It was a big event and it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Disney absolutely had the money to make it look uh, as good as it possibly could have. And I didn't feel they did that. I've heard that the quality of, uh, you know, some of that stuff is, is ramped up for season two, which makes sense. Heck yeah, they're popular. Uh, so I'm just saying, is that the Gotta case here? That do, money. do you agree with that? It's very much so. That makes me excited. Then. It looks expensive. Okay. Let's put it that, that way. Ma- that makes me excited then because that was a complaint. While we're on the subject of Star Wars, though, mm-hmm. have you seen the Lego Star Wars holiday trailer? <laughs> I know of it, but I haven't seen the trailer. <laughs> so I'm aware of it, but I have not watched the trailer. Oh, I watched it today. Um, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll definitely sit around and watch it with my girls. I'm wondering if there'll be a lot of like, I know that it has something to do with Life Day. Yep. So they're obviously going to be making some classic jokes. Uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, you can find it on YouTube, the Star Wars Holiday Special. I have it on never DVD. Been, yeah. If you've never been scared, just uh, Google it and look at the picture of a, a baby Wookiee. <laughs> As a Star Wars, you know, his name is Lumpy. Fanatic. Yeah, I was yeah. like, what is his name? I know you'll remember. Yeah, that's, that's right. His uh, grandpa's name is Itchy. <laughs> yeah. Mala's his wife. Mala. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It ain't great. Yeah. I, 
I remember the first time I ever watched the holiday special. I was I was actually like giddy excited because I thought it was going to be like this really terrible fun thing, <laughs> and then my laughter turned to horror. The different was, kind of yeah. oh. different kind of use of the word special. <laughs> there was yeah, there was uh, there was no fun being had by me. I was physically. You didn't like the uh, the interpretive dance uh, sequence. Yeah, grandpa, the, Grandpa yeah. was having fun with the VR headset. That's the moment. That's the moment where I. <laughs> There was no more fun at that point. When he hits the rewind button, if you've ever seen that, uh, that was the moment where I became just, I could not believe what I was seeing. No amount of preparing can can get you to understand how bad that thing is going to be. Yeah, I'm excited about that. We'll, we'll see it, where that goes. It looks pretty good. And, of course, season uh, two, episode two comes out tomorrow morning. Right. So I'm really excited about it. That's a cool thing to have, like... Um, you mean the old television rules? You have to wait a week. Yeah, you know what? I we I believe this has been talked before about on this podcast. I believe it was because of the Mandalorian. On top of it, uh, I am I'm of the opinion that Netflix and Amazon. I think Amazon has been stopping in certain instances. I think the binge model is just not good. I think it's good for certain things, but again, you took a, the prime example that I always go back to. Mm-hmm. Is our experience watching live? Lost. No, oh. that, that's a that's a that's a good one. But there were ups and downs during uh, Lost. Mm. Season two of the Leftovers. If mm. we had not been sparsed out a week to week to yeah. be able to experience it that, it, it would not be the special thing that it is yep. to me. That is a special moment and a memory I will cherish forever. Is going week to week with that and yep. and writing that with my friends, like I said, you know that experience and getting to talk about it and in the anticipation. And I again, I've had that stuff before. We, that's like Lost is a good one to bring up, and there's been many other shows where we've had that weekly anticipation. But like I said, to me, the the ult- penultimate or the ultimate version of that is the uh, like I said, the leftover season two. Yeah, I just can't imagine. I, I imagine I'm trying to imagine a world where I care a little bit less about leftover season two and i feel like if it had dropped all 10 episodes yeah. at once that's how i'd feel about of it. of course because we wouldn't have had those conversations we wouldn't have had a week of anticipation um but i think it works you really well you wouldn't feel like you have it. to watch a entire show in one season yeah well i just or in one night again, i mean one night yeah because uh, uh, eric does that by the way oh <laughs> yes he does famously he, he netflix actually was very aware of eric because he finished uh stranger things season two it dropped at midnight, and Eric finished it. How many episodes are in season one? Well, I mean, if the episodes are under an hour, however many episodes there were, you just I was watch done. it straight through. That's yeah. unbelievable to me, man. Yeah. Um, when you told me you're that you also finished talking, it like, by like 8 a.m. the next morning, I was like, what? Uh, like, do you? Well, I mean, you. I know you remember what I'm saying. Like, Battle do you Star. remember? Yeah. Like, I watched the entire series and all the movies in less than a week, and I went to work. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it's huh. like... Uh, that was a bit impressive. much. That it's was the, that one like literally sapped my health <laughs> during yeah. that week. You, it was you like, guys can't see me shaking my head on the microphone, but you would know, Jared. I I don't remember because again, it's kind of a blur. I've forgotten a lot of the show. I've seen the show like two times all the way through now, and I, I still don't remember as much as you probably do. Um, how many episodes uh, of that? If you if you had to guess, rough guess, combined total time that I spent in that week probably watching. My memory Battlestar. is that Battlestar is a sixteen episode season, four seasons. Two movies and a miniseries. And some episodes are longer than an hour as well, too. So, Yeah. 
It it was a lot. It's a, it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, you know, I, I I as I get sore uh, so sour about uh, the fact that uh, the OA is canceled, I have to wonder if a show like the OA would have, would have well. survived yeah. in a non binged model. Like you it's, think about now, I'm not going like to get into spoilers, man. but that's an extreme extreme case though. But, like, but that even the show leftovers, seems to me to be the perfect candidate. But Jared, the leftovers and stuff like that. the leftovers was weird. The OA was weirder, and even the leftovers didn't have the audience. Man, it, 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 oh, fair enough. Maybe I'm just they, they did it out of. I just want a world where the OA. The difference why succeeded. leftovers had a season three and OA didn't is because HBO. leftovers was by HBO and OA is by Netflix, and they treat their properties very differently. So they can spend 150 million on uh, the Irishman, but they can't give the OA people like 20 million to find a film a final season. Hey man, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. It's about it's about total again, it's about total diversity. You know, one's not about, about taking an Oscar. One. Well yeah, but it's also about they don't care if if they have one season or one show go 12 seasons. They want 12 shows to go six seasons because that makes their portfolio when someone looks at it just at a glance. The story. They did it for Sense8. Yeah. Sense8 was a uh, badly received uh, critically and um, viewer-wise, but it had a very, very small uh, amount of people that truly loved that show. And when the numbers were bad, they said, you know what? Uh, here, make I think it was their final season was like eight episodes. They said, make a short season, but finish your story. And I thought, Netflix has got my support. If they're going to end their series, because it makes sense for Netflix, uh, Netflix has a forever model. It's always going to be on their platform, and they never have to pay for it again. So why in the world would you want two seasons of a show that doesn't have an ending? But, but again, I, I can never recommend the because OA Because they're not trying to because keep... Because here's the, the real you know, bad part of it. They're not trying to keep people in Netflix. People will keep themselves in Netflix. Once you have Netflix, it's very hard not to have Netflix if you like to watch stuff. Yes. Okay. They're not going for that market. They're going for new people. And just, uh, again, not everybody's like us, Jared, where they have to get a conclusion to everything. Also, a lot of people, I won't do this, but a lot of people will look at a show that doesn't finish and go, I'm okay with that. Let me let me let me give it a shot though. People liked it. Like let me you never watch season, season two, one. Did you, Dave? No, I didn't. So, so you never saw the episode of the octopus. Nope. Uh, oh, that's something I did watch on Netflix though. Hmm. A show called my or not a show, a movie called My Octopus Teacher. Oh yeah, I do. Want, I forgot all about that. You need to remind me about that after the pod <laughs> okay. so I can go watch it. Because like, what is what is my octopus we, we've talked teacher? About this. It, uh, we talked about this at our game night that we do. A guy that it. went swimming every night in the ocean to meet an octopus. And basically watched it. Like, well, he became friends it, with it. Yeah, became friends with it and watched it its entire life up until its death. Um, it's it's actually sound if you like any kind of but you don't like you weren't you're you you were not sitting there watching like Planet Earth or like all these other stuff like Nick and I used to do. I've been quoted as saying uh, not, what's the quote? Give a, <laughs> um nature. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's, that's, that's I think that's my quote, that's if I remember right. Our friend, you don't like it on your burgers, day, like, and you what? don't you don't like it on your burgers, and you don't like it on your TV. Yeah, um, you know what? I, I have I have stuff. grown to to like some of the outdoors. So I guess maybe I'm. Yeah, the I idea, thought you're going to say I'm like, just like vegetables. why did this dude waste his life, man? Because uh, so he, he had money. Someone he could, say he. Fulfilled, I have. To, I, you know, he could have been like interacting with humans. Instead, he was like, "Here, let me go look at this thing that has no understanding except for." Well, no, no, no. That's the thing. That's the octopus. 
like dolphins and whales and some other creatures, like they're octopuses are known for like having like a ridiculous they level. Recognized like, them every single yeah. day. It, yeah, yeah. It interacted with them. No, it was like, how do I finally eat this stupid human? Octopus don't eat humans. Yeah, well, this isn't like forty thousand. What a twenty thousand leagues 20, under the I was sea. Like I saw a movie. No, once, Jared, so. forty thousand because this is how it's it's extra scary. That's uh, how many. Good old Jules Verne. Double so, the league. So here's the thing. I yeah. fell asleep during it. It's not because it was bad, but I did fall asleep. Just I've been admit, working you're a lot. like, this dude's an idiot. No, I woke up. My wife was in tears. <laughs> it, I'm it's telling a very, you. It's a very, like, I read an article about this. Heart-wrenching story. Be- so oh, the same week that, like, that Amanda watched this, I knew what this was because I had just read an article about it. Mm-hmm. And... Like, I knew that there was, like, supposed to be a documentary or something, and I want to check it out. I'm telling you, that article, like, what I was reading, it is fascinating, man. Like, I, I, I just, it just completely fell off my radar, mm-hmm. but I absolutely, it's not like, you know, all those other documentaries that I joke about watching. Uh, this is one I actually am going to sit down and uh, cross off the list there. It, it's, it's amazing, man. I don't like to judge people. Yes, I do. <laughs> okay. But uh, that, uh, that sounds stupid. You're not going to like it, Jared. We know that. <laughs> that octopus is smarter than Jared. We know that. Well, I, my most complicated thought normally is... <laughs> okay. An octopus would be best friends. Is though. that your quote for the night? Are you just going to keep <laughs> doing that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dave, what else have you been watching besides stupid octopus documents? Oh, he also watched... <laughs> at the, right after that, he watched uh, what uh, Euro or Jiro Dreams of Sushi of like... Oh, I've up. seen that. That's great. They're just cutting I up octopuses and eating them. Yeah. Mm. I love sushi. Yeah. I do know that one. Um, I've been working a lot. Didn't get a chance to watch a whole bunch of things. Gotcha. Or, uh, I mean, you you criticize everything I watch. Uh, these well, if it's things. Twitch, yeah. Yeah. So, you know. Nothing. Uh, uh, Jared, not only did I watch... <laughs> Not only did he's I watch, he's cracking the because it's. I just love it. Not only did I watch Twitch, which Jared's uh, distaste for in general, yes, but what I chose to watch on Twitch, I, I spent get ready for it, a, Dave. a lot of time, Jared, watching other people open up packs of Pokemon cards. Oh gosh, <laughs> they're not even doing video games anymore. Oh, I mean, Twitch has had all kinds Why of stuff, Why would man. you watch people open up? There's been what, just chatting and back What's going on IRL with your life, man? What do you mean? What, what? Why would you do something well, like well, that? Well, so I wasn't like all the time like just focused on You're it. mentioning this because... It's a good thing in the background. This is a cry for help, help, right? No. I There's no reason time. you would admit to something I had a great like week. That. What are you talking about? I'm not sure who I am more right now. You or Dave? Why? Why do you hate me? Why was that stupid octopus documentary? Great experience. At least the octopus has personality. Charizard just kind of sits a, there. There was at least a Beatles song about octopuses. I do like that. There was oh, yeah. the James I Bond like movie Octopussy. Bee. That was a good movie. Under the sea. Uh, yeah. Wait, I did. <laughs> copyright. <laughs> copyright. Hey, Dude, no copyright. You're trying to steal my song. Hey. <laughs> oh, I love him. All right, folks. I think that'll do it. I. Uh, <laughs> All right. If you. That was like uh, our that podcast. was our yeah. <laughs> Tell him, Steve, Dave. Uh, all right, Eric, play that music. Did you do it? <laughs> 
<laughs> see, the one thing I is, never trust you, the, the, but I also never check back to see what how stupid here, you make here, me here's, sound. Here's so. the thing, though. We, we just gotta we gotta clear this up real quick. <laughs> well, yes, I do mess with Jared at, at times in the editing process. I don't even need to mess with Jared. All I have I'm to do suspicious is I just you. have to look at him. Yep. And then he made like this would have we would have just gone on it would have not been a big deal nothing would have happened it would have been the exact I same pot as normal problem you huh? yeah you yeah. made this bed now you're gonna have to lie in it so now I'm just gonna have to not put the music or something or not the music you want maybe we got special music this week oh get the Beatles guys song. how great <laughs> I can't do that <laughs> yeah let me get right on that yeah uh, but yeah uh, can you imagine if we got sued. <laughs> I would be like, why? <laughs> we we already make no money, and we give uh, uh, refunds of zero dollars. Right? Imagine if we got sued. My brothers uh. tried to get it for me a couple times. So, all right, guys, this is episode two seventy three. I'm sorry, that was wow. on the piece of paper that I was supposed to be reading the name what of the just, movie. What just happened? Did we, did we just start over? What just happened? <laughs> Everything is falling apart. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I meant to read the name off and I saw 273 and it confused me. <laughs> um, yes, I have to have it written down what the episode number is because I forget it. All right. This is the movie The Invitation. Uh, it was, came out in 2015. Currently holds an 89% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It was made on a budget of a million and box office has 350K. But I highly doubt this movie was made for theaters. So Gotta say, this movie looks like a million bucks. Yeah. Um, uh, that's, a, that's a compliment. I know that could be taken as not a compliment. It is a compliment. And anything else that's a compliment? One million dollars. Yeah, and anything else that's a compliment, I guess, in a, about a movie that's not a compliment. But yeah. <laughs> like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> hey. All right, guys. Uh, let's go around and give our star ratings for this movie. I like it, but I kept finding myself deeply frustrated with many choices. I, I, I'm really torn about this movie, uh, but I like certain aspects of it, so I'm going to be at a three and a half. Interesting. Um, I'm actually higher than you on this. I'm going to mm. give it a four. Okay. I might go just a little bit lower, and I'll tell you why, but uh, I'll say three. Okay. Um, this isn't Price is Right rules. Okay. Start off with things that we like. Eric, you're the highest, so we'll start with you this time. What did you like about the uh, the invitation? The vibe. Yeah, um, I really okay. Look, it at a certain point, it you know it becomes very obvious that it's being a one trick pony, but that trick is done very well. The building anticipation. I mean, look, uh, say what you want about it. Like, I, I I can go in not really knowing anything about this film, but the world we live in, it's hard to not know anything. I mean, literally, the picture of the poster had him covered in blood, like on his shirt. So it's like I know that stuff is going to go down at some, some point. point. Um, and the the movie strikes me as that kind of thing too. And again, the level of how it's going to go down or what's going to go happen is also just, you know, ramping up the anticipation. But I really liked how back and forth they try and go and they do a pretty good job. They of, do. Of uh, convincing you that it could be just that this guy has issues. Yep. And I, you know what? I will give him credit. At one point, they actually did convince me. Really? I don't think I was ever convinced. When um, Troy... Uh, uh, yeah, the, the guy is it Troy? Choi? I think it's Choi. It's oh. Choi. Let's move on. It, it does sound like they're saying Troy the whole movie, though. Okay. Yeah, I believe it's Choi. Uh, whatever that person's name was, uh, when he showed up, I remember being like, "Oh my goodness!" I think this movie is just pulling a fast one on me, and that that this is not actually going to delve into a horror. Um. 
yeah, they. I, I don't often find myself uh, tricked like that. Yeah, and I was very impressed. But the only reason that. you can get tricked like that is because yes, they drug it out, but the setup was good enough there. And they constantly give you reasons to believe that this could be the style of movie where it is someone who is mentally ill, um, you know, for legitimate reasons, but is mentally ill and has these issues that he's working with and and is seeing things through a really messed up lens. Mm -hmm. And he's very suspicious and like all this stuff. And it's like, well, again, I don't feel that that I, I personally and it, again, it doesn't help that I. You know, when I look up the movie, I see the, you know, the the guy covered in blood. But that could, for all I know, that could be a dream sequence. Like, you never know in a movie like this, like, what that is. Like, so there is always that chance that it could be. But like, like I said, my memory, when I watched this film, I never really thought that it was not going to be what it was. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of starting to get annoyed that it was taking so long to get I there. I did. That but I actually place. looked at the time. It took an hour and 20 minutes to yeah. actually get to the actual. But, but again thing i but, feel like it was done well to do that if you're gonna do that i it, thought it was done about as well as it could do like it it, it kept me in there it did like, and the thing is like this is not my second time watching it the first time i watched it a few years ago i was kind of in the same boat of like are is he going crazy are they the crazy one what what is going on here uh but the second time around now that i knew how it was going to end i'm like man it is really taking a yeah, long I time imagine to that get on the second watch yeah it'd be a it's little taking annoying. a long time to get to where we're going yeah but again i'm judging it right now on the first experience and this movie builds anticipation like um not a lot of other movies have this was not like our last movie that we watched where they got right to where yeah. they needed which to. funny enough if you go back and listen to that episode we won't give spoilers about that movie but i i did say that it is smart to get to the main course of the story which is getting but uh, never mind i can't I know what you're that. getting right into it but, and and so i did i find myself getting annoyed with this movie too but i think that's what separates this movie apart from a lot of the other ones yeah is that it doesn't just jump into the let's the easy route which the look, it's easy to be scary when someone's got a knife and they're coming up a stairwell. This movie doesn't take the easy route in this thor uh, thriller horror genre, and it makes you. I was way more scared before there was ever a gun or a knife. Mm -hmm. That is impressive, and they able they were able to maintain that and keep me in the game. Like I'm saying, I really love the vibe of this. I thought it was um, shockingly artistic. Yeah. Um, it's just, I, I didn't love every single performance, but none of them, I don't think I, look, I will say there was definitely some weaker actors and actresses in there, but none of them drew me out. At no point was I ever drawn out of what was happening, mm. but there were some standout ones where I go, okay, like, you know, some are better. A lot of the male characters were kind of blending together to me. Like, I don't really I think know that's done on purpose. I think the, the two male characters are specifically meant to look like each other. Okay. Would you agree with that? Um, well, they're yeah, men well, of a similar me, build. Let, let I mean, me, here's the thing. If they, they want to look like each other, they look like one looks like one who has his stuff together and one looks like one who used to look like that. That's fallen apart. Right. And if, but if they wanted them to look completely different, their beards wouldn't look pretty much the same. I think that was done stylistically to make it so that they both no, look pretty similar. What are you talking about? Am I wrong? No, but what I'm saying Dave? is, uh, I mean, uh, you're, no, you're kind of right. I mean, the, Guy that was now married to his that took over his life, lived yeah, in his house. He, he was more clean cut. Was he more clean the, cut? My my yeah, memory is that he, he had a, the same beard and stuff. No, no, fair enough. But well, see, 
They're blending together. Just the main like character was mm. unkempt looking. Like he looked like he had been through quarantine. I just ate pizza, and so I was kind of euphoric when I sat down to watch. By the way, I, I, I like. I that thought actor. you meant right now. No. Like, what does that have to do with The The main character actor, though, I like him. Have you ever seen the movie Upgrade? I've not. I know Uh, of it. Oh, it's it's so great. I love that movie. I was looking up because, like, oh, you know what? I've seen this guy in other things. Uh But the one where he really got on my radar um, because of how much I, uh, you know, not everybody loved it, but I loved that movie was Prometheus. Okay. Yeah. He was in that. Yeah. That movie was terrible. I fell asleep with, like, real quickly in that movie. Uh, That's not what happened. (laughs) Jared, Jared went to the theater. And was so tired, but still went anyway because we had plans on it. And then Jared just at one point just... Now, mind you, his wife is there. (laughs) So Christy was there. Yeah. You just got up. You just got up and left. And I was like... You're mixing stories. No, I believe that's the... No, there was a movie where the sound was bad and I left. Oh, yeah. You've left so so many ones. I was going to say Prometheus. That had to have been... Pre, pre my wife. Um, was it? Okay. But anyway, uh, you just got up and left. Like you went, to, you looked like you were going to the bathroom and then like you just never came back. And I was like, and people were like, man, Jared really didn't like that movie. But what it was is Jared liked it so much that he was starting to fall asleep and miss it. And like, he was just like, I need, if, if I, you're at a movie theater yeah. and you start nodding off 10 minutes in, but he was like, if I leave now, I can make a case to get my money back yeah. and watch the movie. I started again. taking cups of coffee to the movies. Yeah. If you haven't yes. learned, <laughs> if you haven't learned anything on this podcast, Jared's number one priority is saving that saving that money. That money. Making making that money, saving that money. I remember that that was one of the nights specifically where I I, I started figuring out that I was transitioning into being an older person. I didn't used to have problems going to the movie theater and finishing a movie, but I was like, I guess, I guess I live in a world where I'm just too tired to watch a movie hmm. now. You got the tired, and I got the gray hair. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm young forever. Uh, <laughs> all right, so here, while we're talking about things Wasted that we like youth. and about the cast that we like, how in the world have we not mentioned John Carroll? He's Lynch? spooky again, yeah. dude. Not only is he spooky, I'm telling you, man, he's, he's, he's so winning scary. me over as like one of my favorite actors. Yeah, any scene in this movie where he is there, I don't care what else was going on. That's my eyes waiting. were glued to him. Man. Oh my god, the way that he. Just the look on his face oh, so when he walks behind the main character yep. on the stairs. Mm-hmm. It's it's this ominous, dangerous feeling that you get from that man at all times. By the Not way, that he, he he just moves a car in the driveway and you're like, what is he doing? Well, no, yeah. Jared, I was, <laughs> so no, I was going to go back to that. Did he kill that girl? Yeah, yeah. Here's the, here's my here's uh, my I thing. Think so right, here's my I thing. would think so. He too. has something covering up his hand like a cloth, like he like he injured his hand or he had blood on his mm-hmm. hand or something. It's it's not proof, but I mean, with the way the movie is, it's well, absolutely especially suspicious. with the ending. Yeah, I have to assume that no, he and I think that the other guy came to run interference for him on top of it. I'm going to assume that he went out there and you know stuck her or shot her or something like that. Yeah, but yeah, I'd, I I think she. Did, yeah, I think man. she's dead too. I was curious because I wanted to see what you guys thought. Uh, but I thought that. That would come back at some point. Yeah. I, I did. They kind of left that one open. Yeah. Uh, man, he is so good. Uh, I also like the other girl. Uh, she She's a good... Eden? Do you mean... That, or, or do you mean the other girl that's part of the cult? The part of the cult yeah, one. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. The first time you see her, Jared, that's so creepy. Like, yeah, when she's... She, he doesn't naked. even know who she is, yeah. why she's there. And he just looks down a hallway, and she's like not wearing pants yeah. in the corner, like like just staring at him. I was like, "What? Is, she what kind was of movie am I watching?" Annoying, but 
at the same time just good annoying though. yeah There's, like it was a creepy yes like this person is unhinged yes yeah uh all right so uh, before because i i'm not done uh uh let me let me you're not done praising. Yeah, yeah, you're good, not, good, good, good. Not good. done praising John Carroll Lynch. I, I, I was like, this is a podcast. I need to pull back uh, what I'm about to say. Um, his monologue, man. Oh, that, about his wife. Oh, it's because the way that the camera slowly pulls in on him, and you, th- this idea, you think you're getting this sweet story, and when it turns, man. The look on his face, it's just a subtle shift in his face, but you can see that shift of he understands that he's going to, he's about to divulge something very odd to these people. He and murdered someone. Yeah. Not someone. His wife. His wife. Who who he obviously loved. Like, you get, whoo, <laughs> I thought that part was fantastic. That is one of the best moments in a movie I've seen in a very long time. So, like, again... I'm, I'm when I say this, I'm mentioning someone that I, you know, was already on my radar. I, gosh, I, I almost need to look. I can't think of his name, but the Doctor Joseph, the guy in the videos. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, that he's guy a good is actor. always yeah. in comedies. He's That's always Toby Huss. Yeah, he's Who always. Is he? he is. I can show you a picture, but what is some stuff he's been in? I mean, he's he's been I, in he's, a lot. Of I mean, comedies. he did voices on King of the Hill. He's con. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That is, that is kind of but what I'm saying is, you see that guy's face. He's a little bit older now. That's maybe why you didn't recognize him right away. I recognized him. You but I absolutely didn't know, who know him. Was. But I'm saying, like, even that guy, where it's like, because look, when you talk about, um, you know, what John Carroll Lynch, like that guy when he first got on my radar was Drew Carey show. He was in a con- like he was just a joke. Like I mean, it was like he was good in it. Yeah. But he was just the brother on Drew Carey show. Like that's all he was to me. And then over time. He's become this thing where I go, that guy can act, man. Every time he's in a movie that we review, yeah, there is always a, a, a moment when we have to acknowledge that he's probably the best thing about the movie. <laughs> and, and by the way, which this has not been the case in everything that he's been in, because again, the most recent thing we watched, he was in Fargo. This is not the case there. Yeah, you it's know, nice and yeah, it's like the exact opposites. Yeah. Like, but when he's trying to be creepy. He best, does it man. as about as good as anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's that's why I was excited when he when I saw you because I didn't know at first that he yeah. was in this. So when he showed up, I was like, perfect. Yeah. Because I'm already know that these <laughs> the, these outsiders are supposed to be creepy, and it, it just came with this extra weight to it already. Well, no, that, that like this credit. is all of them are a group of friends that have known each other for a yeah. long time, and then all of a sudden this random it guy shows weird, up, yeah. and you're just like, okay, he's kind of a well, creepy guy. So that, I would by the say way, this, it didn't. Go ahead. It didn't strike me. Yes, it was weird because these were really old friends. But it didn't strike me that weird because it's like if you're throwing some kind of party or whatever, yeah, there may be some people there that you're not as well. Like, you know, they're friends of friends or like whatever. It kind of makes sense. But like as soon as it starts to make the turn to where it's literally there, because like I loved, I will say this too. I loved that the characters in the situation immediately called this out. They go, they hang a lantern on, they go, they're a cult. Like, it's not like we have to go through all this thing. And then like at the end of the movie, they're like, oh, they're a cult. Like, everybody's thinking it. And it's like when, you know, you you hate. (laughs) Now, I'm going to go to a negative where they do a movie cliche, but I'm just saying like uh, that I didn't like. But yeah, I'm saying that movie cliche of like everybody knows that something's wrong. 
but nobody wants to address it. But the thing is, is they do address it in here because everybody at that talk when you know that little, especially when like I said, they they watch the video and then they start telling the stories and stuff. Everybody realizes this is weird and this is wrong. One character decides to fully leave. One character has been suspicious the whole time and keeps getting more suspicious. But the other people find a way to like accept it. But everybody understands it's weird and it's yeah. wrong. I, I like that. Like I said, that is smart. It to actually me. reminded me of. Um, it made it feel more real. David Fincher's. Uh, what's that movie? This the thriller that he made. Um, a girl with a dragon tattoo. Girl with a dragon tattoo. There's a speech given by a bad guy at the very end. And I kept thinking of that in this movie. Uh, I don't... Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I don't want to give spoilers for that movie. But essentially, it's... A a killer gives this kind of monologue about the reason he's allowed to do what he does is because people are too polite to not put themselves in situations because they're afraid of Which is literally exactly what happens during this film. Yeah. Because Um, everybody's at that table. They're all aware that there's something wrong but none of them want to call it out because they don't want to be rude and create right. an uncomfortable situation. Yeah, I love it. Well, they know that the female, I guess you would call her the main character, Eden. I mean, she lost her son. She's mm-hmm. been miserable for a long time, and now she's happy. And they're like, oh, I don't want to take that away from her. Yeah. And so they just kind of keep their mouth shut and go along with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's Yeah, like I said, I, I think it's... I think it's it, just to go kind of back to the overall like positives like we have there. I just think this movie is extremely simple and almost to a fault. Uh, there's not a lot to, you know, beyond the, but, but the vibe is so strong and so well executed. Like this is an extremely well executed film. And, and I think in different hands, even some of the main characters there, they're not incapable. I've seen some of those uh, actors give not great performances, but like, it just that's why I'm saying like they squeezed every a bit that they could out of this movie. They squeezed it out of the acting, the cinematography, the vibe, like it, even the story as simple as the story is. I'm just saying this movie it, it, for a million bucks, man, like they got a lot out of this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course that's because they confine them to one location. But there's, smart. there's some a lot you of there's a lot of smart right. There's a reason why Kevin Smith put it in a convenience store, man. It's because of what he had access to. Mm-hmm. It's not just because of what he knew, it's what he had access to. Like paranormal activity, just put a couple cameras in a house. Mm-hmm. Like like it's a good one. Working around limitations is not always good. But it ins- it does inspire greatness. It's like you love bringing it back to Star Wars mm-hmm. when you like hear stories about um, when George would come and ask for something else, like you know something to be done that, that's never existed before. People didn't say, uh, "We can't do that." They go, well, "Yeah, we'll figure." Okay, George, we'll figure it out. Or yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And then he'd walk away, and they go, uh, "How do we do that? Uh, how does that? How does that happen?" What and documentaries then, have you been watching? Because that's a that is almost word for word a story. That well, I know. I, know well, I don't. I'm, I'm saying I know that that's a story. So it's like yeah, I, during I, the episode two, uh, there's a moment when he, they they have this meeting, and then as soon as George leaves, everybody looks at each other because they've all agreed to do exactly what he said to do. And then as soon as he leaves, they're like, "Did any of you have any idea how we're going to do this?" And yeah. they're like, "No." But again, I'm, that doesn't always work out. But I'm saying yeah. some great things come out of stuff like that. Yep. So it's it's really nice to see that. I, I, I'm kind of sad. I know there's been other stuff that this director's done, but like, uh, I'm kind of sad. You know sad what? That I actually didn't look up the director. 
um it's not all great so there's some stuff where it's like oh, okay and then there's uh um there was one oh gosh when you look it up you'll you'll kind of see um, karen kusaman yeah there was something that she did that we, that i remember actually liking but there's definitely stuff Aeon um, flux i have yeah oh. that doesn't that doesn't feel <laughs> terrible um, film. let me let me see let me skim through real quick jared take over for a second um it, dave how about we go to you what was some yeah. things that you liked about this movie um I could always talk about the actors. We already kind of talked about that. But once again, the first time through, uh, the suspense Mm -hmm. of this movie and just you didn't really know where any character stood uh, as far as like, are they with this uh, cult? Are they against it? Are they are they going to play along? You know, at one point they started asking for, you know, cocaine and other things mm-hmm. and it just kind of was I, I don't know where this is gonna go i have no idea where this is gonna go and i like that about the movie i did like it but we'll say this were you satisfied where it ended up i yes. thought it ended weak like i um, did too i thought it, i yes i liked the ending especially the very ending when he looks up and they see all the other lanterns yeah that, but it's still not it feels like it's supposed to have more of a punch than it does well it feels like it's supposed to have like a planet of the apes like you know you see the stat well you know you see things i, I mean am i really worried about spoiling planet of the apes <laughs> I, I started to catch myself and i was like come on i mean that's so in the pop culture like i would agree. uh but yeah it's like like i said it's like planet of the apes and like you know the re- the big reveal that changes everything you just do mm-hmm. that's what that moment is played off as and while it is a cool moment, I don't think it carries the weight that they want it to. Well, so it feels like... Well, if I Go can kind of pull back on that, like, I liked where the movie went, but it took so long to get there, and then it quickly ended. Yeah, it did wrap point. up pretty quickly. So There's that, some fresh... Well, that's kind of what I was talking about earlier. Um, I like that idea that when they look out that lantern and it ended, I, I loved the idea, but I was like, that's a good second act ending. Yeah. Like, why in the world are they escalating as the movie is ending? Well, I just think, again, we talk about um, being efficient and how great efficient writing is. I love that that thing means something else, but throughout the entire movie from the moment you see it, you anticipate it and it makes perfect sense both ways mm-hmm. that it is something else. So when when you first see that lantern and he looks out and like there's always this vibe, just like, you know, seeing the coyote, like even at the beginning, there's always this vibe. Opening to this there's movie. always this vibe that there are predators around mm-hmm. and people are about to not just these people here be invited into this house and something is going to get taken to a whole nother level yeah i did think the lantern was, was a like, signal to uh, like a like, signal to like all right come get them that's be- what i'm saying like because yeah. they talked about at one point some people came and rang the doorbell and then they're like oh they're just looking for another party yeah um but and it's i like, thought that was like their group getting ready to come abduct them or but it I was even what. effective because i mean look I'll be honest, I never forgot about that lantern one moment, but I'm sure some people did. So, like, the moment of, oh, we survived and we got rid... Like, all the people that we need to worry about are gone. Our three characters are safe, the the remaining three. And then that moment of, oh, the lantern. And then you just see him, like... Because you see him looking off in the distance, and it's like... There is still that fear, and it's typical horror cliche of, like, well, you thought you were safe but you weren't, you know, they, we still got you. Right. And I love that they play that moment to that effect. Where is that fear? Me watching that still has that fear that they're not safe yet. 
And then the moment I realized before it shows it, because I think the moment for me that really got it was um, when the when the sirens were going off, but nobody had called anything yet. And I know there were gunshots, but the it struck me as the kind of place that's far enough away, and and those gunshots were inside, like like. I don't think anybody's calling gun, sh- you know, calling and no, especially not to know where exactly to go. Right. So the the fact that I'm hearing sirens made me question and going, what's going on here? And he, I even for a moment, like, are the police in on it or whatever? And then it, this, this also never left me throughout the film is that comment that he made uh, when they were talking. Cause they, they really hang a lantern on this at one point when they're talking about the cult at the beginning and they go, Oh, I mean, it's everybody, thousands of us. Oh, my doctors in this, like they really make a point of that. Everybody knows somebody that's well, in this cult. And all of our characters have heard of yes, this. It's and, well known. Yeah. So that I, I, when I looked back at the movie after it was done, I was like, Oh, I it's get pr- it. Again, now. it does yeah. double duty. Like I love that there's that there. So I realized it before he actually saw the light, but I mean, I didn't realize it till the end, like till he's standing there and I'm hearing the sirens and I go, Oh, he's going to look out and this is happening everywhere. It's chaos. And again, I, I like, I liked that idea and I got excited about that idea. And then he actually looked out and saw the lanterns and I was like, I was kind of underwhelmed. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I just felt like it was supposed to be a much more important moment than it actually came off as being. But it was still, it's a great concept. And again, it did double duty throughout the movie. That's smart, efficient writing. Yeah. Uh, no, I would agree. I, th- that's just what I, my problem with this movie is I feel like everything's kind of a mixed bag. Um, I I like the movie. I like the way that it um, builds its tension and it tells a compelling story. And then when it gets to the the end, because I kept waiting for them to to do the thing and it never happened. Never happened. And then finally, when it did happen, I thought, you've gone this long without doing it. I actually think that the movie would have been better with if they just stayed the course. I just think it would have... Yeah, that's true. But again, what I, the point I was going to make, you actually just backed up, which is I think that going this long into it is what separates this from just a generic sure. horror film. Sure. So I think if you make that choice earlier, I don't care about this film as much. Um, it is the buildup. It is the that edging of like knowing that this is coming, but it you know it's like waiting you know for the speaking words of wisdom. Beat the drum. Oh. <laughs> uh, it's okay. Ah, I just happen to be the producer, so let it be. Uh, but yeah, it's like waiting for you know the the bass to drop. And it's like oh come on, it's gonna happen at some point. Will it happen yet? And yeah. it's like. Eventually it does. And I, I do think the same kind of thing. I think it could have been even stronger if, if there, if this doesn't go that way. And it is a thing of like mental health issues or whatever. Mm. But again, I, I, I like the film. It was simple, but I, I don't know. I, I don't think that's a problem. So I'll, I'll tell you this. This is where I thought the movie was going at one point. Um, I thought he was going to lose his mind and he was going to go on a rampage. Right. Watching the creation of the bad guy. Yes, uh, our main character was going to lose it because they keep they keep going to that well. They they, they keep trying to sh- make you suspicious of all the other main characters, but emphasize how bad this guy is doing. Mm-hmm. We've also seen him in the very beginning uh, kill that coyote and stuff like that. I was like, that's where I thought they were going with the movie. So, is it? Was I a little bit upset that my own pet theory didn't pan out? I'm sure that has to have something to do with it, but I I just thought the movie l- took too long to finally give the goods, and I was actually sort of disappointed when they when they actually did did give into it. 
Um, Before we go too far, sure. too, I just I do want to mention because um, I looked up right after that. So the movie that I was talking about, because again, there is stuff in there, like you said, where it's like, ugh. But this director did Jennifer's Body. Mm-hmm. That is a super underrated film. I agree. D- Dave, have you ever seen it? Yeah, it's yeah. not a liked movie, but like, it's a it's it's because I get uh, people don't look look. I'm not saying it's you have to be a genius to figure out there's comedy in it. Yeah, but like. It's like it's weird in the horror genre. Like whenever a hor- like something like it's like we you talked about with Hostel. Like like people seem to just not get it sometimes that yes. something is a sp- like a spoof yes. or that something's being parody or whatever. And it's like you know when you talk to certain people like about Cabin Fever or like like some of these other things. It's like <laughs> like there is a, or even just like gosh we love them. You know uh, Evil Dead Army of Darkness. Like yeah. like the level of 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 smart sly humor that's there is really great in jennifer's body like i I, I think it's i think it's a it's not a perfect movie but it's a perfect movie for what it is uh diablo cody can do no wrong in my book (laughs) yeah she's Uh, quite popular you know she is quite popular bit bit popular good good movies almost every single movie every movie i've ever seen that she wrote uh, i liked and also even read her book and i thought it was fantastic so Hmm. i'm a big fan of hers um Dave, did you have anything else to say about as far as liking of the movie? Um, no, we've kind of covered it. Eric, anything else as far as liking? No, yeah. Okay, then let's true. transition to things that we don't like. Um, I've already mentioned my big one, which was that I felt that the movie just kind of it didn't didn't get anywhere fast, and then when it got there, I wasn't exactly happy with it. But I will say this: that to me is personal. I can remove myself and go like, yeah, that's probably my own. I'm the horror movie fan, so I probably am annoyed at how it wouldn't give me the horror movie stuff. Which I'm Eric the thriller fan is the fan. That, so like, so, my favorite yep. parts of the film is the long period where it stays in the thriller before it goes to horror. Yep. All right. See, I can't really call it thriller though. I would call it more suspense than thriller. I think that's. Their I mean, two I guess they're similar, pod. but I don't know. I think this absolutely is splitting hairs thriller. here. Yeah. Yeah, trying just trying to argue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's being that guy, the one guy at the table that's like trying to pick a fight with everybody. He's being mm. our main character. Mm. Oh, yeah. and his, his name right. is David. So listen, <laughs> I'm tr- no, I'm admitting. Will. Oh, well, David's the other guy. Yeah. I'm admitting that that might be a personal preference thing. <laughs> the psychopath is David. <laughs> so here's listen. Something. Can I give yeah. my thing? Okay, no. fine. I'm not done making. Sorry. I must talk too much. Uh, no, I don't think so. Just at the beginning when we're introducing ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, the the one thing that I'm just like, this is just straight up bad about this movie is, uh, I'm going to forget her name. His his girlfriend in the Kira. movie Kira. is so badly underwritten. Uh, I don't exactly think that she's a bad actress by... Ch- much, but uh, is those dogs barking getting picked up? <laughs> okay, I'm sure no one cares, but yeah, it's quite loud. Fair enough. It is what it is. I want to yell, Shaggy! <laughs> if you get that reference. Guys, my dogs are deaf, though. You could yell all day, yeah. and they'll still do that. Yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, her character's terrible. Uh, as a matter of fact, she's so bad that I... She shouldn't even be in this movie. She should have just non- gone sing... sing uh, he should have just gone single instead of what they did like she's why put that plot, character there with nothing to do well, she's a she's, plot purpose character she serves no real purpose she in the disappears story. like he not like first off we're told that this these are his friends and that you know she's basically being introduced to most of them for the first time and all right. this yeah. and he 
he doesn't touch base with her for like 30 or 40 minutes. There's never a th- scene of her being yeah. awkward about being there and stuff like that. So uh, also uh, at one point, and, and it wasn't until like later, like I said, like looking through the, the cast, because maybe if I go back, maybe it was actually her. But so I wasn't sure 100% of her name, like, you know, at one point, because again, she's such a non-character. Yeah. She gets introduced a couple times, but so many names are getting thrown around. I had the two main characters' names flipped for a little bit too, you know, uh, Will and David. Um, but like at, at a certain point, somebody made a comment about like sending like cat memes or something. Mm-hmm. And I thought that they were talking about her. So I go, oh, okay. She is new to the group, but she's not new to the group. Like she's not been lifelong friends, but they all know her. And like, she's, she's so I was like, it started to make a little more sense to me. And then I realized, I think the name they said was Claire. Mm -hmm. So like Claire is the girl that leaves and like, you know, potentially gets killed or whatever. So it's like at a certain point I was like, Oh wait, that wasn't really a thing. So she is absolutely what we're talking about, Mm -hmm. which is just, She's there as a plot point. Um, it's not treated cr- like nobody actually. Well, I guess let me rephrase that. There is definitely situations where I could see the main character being because, again, he's so wrapped up in his own stuff. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that he doesn't really care about her and that he's not. But she doesn't address it. So that's the what makes it unrealistic. Oh. There's not an early scene where she's like, you need to like you're just leaving me hanging out here. You know, like it, that's what makes it feel weird. I'm okay with the main character doing it, but her her not responding to it until the very end I mean, of the film. I mean, she basically disappears until really at the very end, and then it's like, I guess she's a part of the movie now. This movie has a lot of scenes of background people fake laughing, and it looks real. But I'm saying there's not there's not a lot of moments. Um, so when when our main character's outside and something's going on, maybe he's talking to somebody or whatever. But you see people behind, like when they're all like eating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's always like they're always having that typical thing of what you tell extras to do, which is like have a fake conversation or have or, like whatever. Like nobody's just like chilling. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's like what's weird to me. Again, they don't make it look bad, but I, I started noticing this thing of like there's not just somebody just zoning out at the party. Everybody's actively doing something or they're actively laughing or they're talking about just didn't like, it didn't feel real. And that's like I said, that's the problem with Kira is like, she just doesn't feel real. Like the real reaction of, of what that person would do or, or or react is just not right. And it's sad because again, I think they do such a great job of building everything else out that to really like go weak on something like that and kind of pull me out of it a little bit, it's like it's it was unnecessary. Well, basically, I also feel like when we're talking about not being real, just the group of friends as a whole just feels awkward the entire time. I like, think yeah. that's baked in. That to me is le- yeah. uh, maybe meant to be. Yeah, maybe they're, they're but a little awkward around each other. Nobody knows each other quite as well as they used to. Yeah, like you get the I idea that, that these people true, use... Go, like, sorry, Dave. When, uh, I brought this up before when she's kind of like, well, what do I want? I would really want some of your cocaine. Mm-hmm. And they're, everyone's just like, okay, here you go. Well, she wasn't the best actresses when I referenced that. Uh, yeah, yeah but, but then all of a sudden it's like, oh, well, I want to kiss this guy. So I will Jared, say this, if though. if your wife all of a sudden was like, I've always wanted to kiss Dave, mm-hmm. we'd just be like, all right, go ahead. Like, mm-hmm. it's just this, like. So with the with the, with the the one you're talking about with the cocaine, though. Yeah. I will say this. While that feels weird and it, wouldn't, have happen pistol? At, it wouldn't happen at any Do of our parties. Do you have a pistol? Do I have a pistol? Mm-hmm. Um Jared just thought about me kissing his wife. I'm, uh, I'm not. It's not sitting well. I need to defend uh, the honor of <laughs> the my honor wife. of your of your lady. Uh, hey, Christy. Okay. 
All right. Um, but no, uh, I was going to say with, with that character and the cocaine thing, like, look, obviously that's not going to be happening. Sorry to, sorry to ruin it for anybody out there that has the wrong impression of how wild and crazy the queue it up gang is. Uh, nobody's gonna, nobody's going to be breaking out any Dude, cocaine at uh, one of our people partners. People think of me. They think of partying. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, parting, not uh, parting, parting with uh, all your uh, dreams and hopes and anything that you would have to spend money on, not mm. partying. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm saying they at least with that. So that moment where you go, okay, that's weird. They do comment. Uh, you get the vibe that even though it's not expressed up to that point, that she was the wild one. Because they yes. even say like, how many people was she with in college and like all this stuff. So again, it's not it's not completely out of the blue that she'd be that person at the party mm-hmm. that says it as a joke, doesn't mean it as a joke. And then they call it on like, that's not a joke. Right. It's what you want. And like, you know, I'm saying like... I, I'm okay with that. I don't think it was played off super well, but they at least try and set it up is my point. And and while I do agree with you, I think that there is a lot of weirdness and awkwardness and as Jared says, possibly intentional throughout it. Mm-hmm. I got to give him props on one thing. They introduce a lot of characters very quickly. We had an issue with this like on another one. I did, you know. They introduce a lot of characters very quickly and while it's still not perfect, I felt like as awkward as it is, that was one of the most realistic groups of, I could see that it wouldn't necessarily be all my friend group, but I could see that being a friend group and a friend dynamic that actually was real between yeah. all those people. And that doesn't happen a lot in movies. I agree. That I does not happen sense. a lot in movies. Uh, well, and a lot of times they throw a bunch of characters together and you're just like, none of these people would like each other, but you get, the, it makes I, I sense. Got, yeah. Yes. Their, their group did make sense. I agree with you there. One thing that, uh, did kind of confuse me the first time I watched this when he's walking into the house and he sees the kid coloring. Yes. Yeah. Until later on when you find out that his son died, I thought there was a kid in that party oh, no. the entire time. <laughs> I thought like, it for like, wait a minute. I thought it for like two minutes. And then the next thing that even potentially happened of like any, I was like, oh, okay. So he, cause he even talks about like the bad memories of the house and like, oh, right. you're back here. So it's like, and we know that they have history, so I go, clearly... I, I wasn't sure if they were married at that point, but I was like, clearly they had a kid together. So, like, I was actually a little more shocked that what I'm shown of their marriage was way more suburban-looking. Like, it's, you know, it's just normal people having a barbecue because the way that Eden comes off with, like, you know, when you see her and she's so done up and she's so precise about everything that she's doing and trying to come off and then the 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 flashbacks of the way that she was before where she's just a regular you know it could have been anybody's like you know you could go to a barbecue and she's having a good time there that was two completely different people so i'm just saying like uh i thought that was interesting to kind of get that reveal of even just how far she's changed even though i don't really i don't really care about that character like no offense uh you know, I'm 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 aligning with the main character right or wrong and I'm on his journey. Yeah. So whether he's crazy or not, I'm I'm totally in with him of like getting the weird vibes and everything he sees, I see. Um, assuming that it's not a trick and you're because again, that is the danger with something like this, is I don't want to be shown something that is later revealed to like didn't even exist. I'm okay with stuff like walking by a, a room and seeing a kid that having that in there like that but i'm saying like if you would have literally seen something that caused him to do something and that thing didn't even happen it's him being schizophrenic or something right i would have got real frustrated real fast yeah but um they didn't do that so it's like any they 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 were very smart about showing things that that raised alarm bells in him that weren't raising alarm bells in others and it's just like what we talked about because again uh, 
not to get into it if you didn't see the other uh, movie, but while these are very different movies, these movies that we did uh, this week and last week, uh, Would You Rather in this movie, definitely the core idea of people coming together at a dinner party and things mm-hmm. not being what they seem, very similar. And we talked about this in that thing of, I would be that guy that would have been like, ding, 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 something's wrong here yeah. way earlier than everybody else. And I felt like I would leave. This movie only like multiplied that by 10. Because like that one gets bad quick yes. in the other one. It becomes way... It, the scale gets tipped way too far to where it's easy to make the choice for someone like me in that movie to go, I'm out of here. Yeah. This movie, it's not. They always just slightly turn that dial. And the moment you feel like it's too much, they dial it back a little bit. Well, and the that I thought it was a great moment when... He goes in that whole what's tirade. The, what's the character's Choi. name? Choi. Okay. C-H-O-I. Fair enough. Um, when his character showed up, that really did throw me for a loop. Well, it also doesn't feel cheap because they've made it abundantly clear that he's always late. Mm -hmm. He's never on time. It's nothing weird at all that he's not there. It's like if me, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) it's, it's literally, like I said, they go out of their way to make that clear. So that doesn't feel cheap when he's like, oh man, like I was literally in the driveway and I got a call and like, I'm sorry. Like. It makes sense. Yeah. I wouldn't have left because it's like, hey, this is a dinner party. You guys haven't fed me yet. That did look good. The the meal? Oh, my (laughs) goodness. Well, they also were told it's an $8 million bottle of wine that they're drinking out of. So it's like, it doesn't shock me that they're not eating like, you know, McDonald's. (laughs) Like all out, man. Even though the founder was there? By the way, did they cook that or was that catered? Oh, founder. (laughs) <laughs> did they? Did someone drop off some catering, or did they cook that? Am I might have believed that uh, the, those people like prepared that. Well, I guess it is a special night for them. They yeah. it's the highest of nights. You know what? There yes. was a weird scene, and I know this is just a stupid thing, but when Eden walks into the kitchen to start explaining about how she's happy, mm-hmm. she grabs a spatula and just starts stirring something in a pot, and then just leaves it there and walks away. <laughs> and so it's was like, there even anything in the I pot? Don't that would have been know, amazing but to it, raise your suspicion. Oh right, so That's the kind of thing you don't think about. Uh, having, first off, written movies that got filmed. Uh, by the way, when I say that, it, it's nothing yeah. big. <laughs> uh, but I can tell you, when you get to the set, there's this, actors will ask you what you're supposed to be doing in a scene. You You write a scene of characters doing something where they're talking and they're like, yeah, but what am I supposed to be doing? You don't think about stuff like that, Mm -hmm. but, um, (laughs) what do I do with my hands? Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting situation that you often don't think about as a screenwriter, but you also have to think that that means that they did cook all that food. Yeah. Well, again, Mm -hmm. maybe they either did or (laughs) they, they, they absolutely was, if it was a roast or what that was, they absolutely could have got that catered and then like, just, you know, had it, had it sitting there or warmed it up or whatever. Who knows? But I'm just saying it would make sense. We need this answered before we get It would make sense podcast. that they would go all out because, again, yeah. it's such a special night for them, which is why I love that moment whenever that crazy girl, the ex, like the, the one, the bottomless girl. Yeah, right there, Jerry. That blew my ear out, man. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, I mean, there's no... there's Pantsless no, Patty. There's no, yeah, there's no... <laughs> There's wow. no splitting airs about who I'm talking about. Not you know, splitting airs. You know exactly who. When she goes, you ruined it. Mm-hmm. 
like it's so scary and believable yeah. because like every you can I mean anyone more than it that's everything she's wanted and it's a justification again that's the justification of what has actually happened there you realize at that moment if there was any you doubt said it was going to be beautiful oh yeah gosh man what did, okay so th- that actually brings me to a question real quick it's not really positive or negative but it is a question what did you think of the choice to make Eden regret what was happening because it wasn't quite how she thought it was. Like it was more violent than what she thought it was. Basically, I think this is what you're asking. Did we feel sympathy for her in the end? Yeah, and do you think that? And do you think it it was a good choice? It kind of gets back to the wolf where it was injured. It needed to be put down. She was kind of the same way. Like she was. An injured creature. And it's, look, look at this uh, screenwriter guy over yeah. here. It is makes it slightly creepier in a way, too, that like they're doing this thing because they thought it was a good thing for... Because I'll, I'll say this. There are many moments where I, I still think it's bad stuff's about to happen. People are going to die, all this stuff. It is exactly what we think it is, a cult, whatever. But their motives behind what they're doing um, go back and forth in my mind. And I, it's interesting to me that it landed on a way where, because again, there's many times where I'm going, they feel that by doing this, they're going to breathe in their souls or they're going to do whatever, or it's going to allow them to connect to the people they care about. But it's it's the sacrificing the the sheep kind of thing, right? But it's not. That's not what it is. It's they want to ascend. They want to do this thing with people that they care about, and they want to bring those people with them. Mm-hmm. It is this weird thing where they think they are doing a good thing. Like it's not a joke. Like that's how they believe it. Right? They think they're doing a good thing for the people they care about. That makes it way scarier. Yeah. yeah. Here's a question for you: Why did she shoot herself in the stomach? Yeah, you know what? I, that struck me really odd at the time, too. Because she's like, just hurting so much that she wants it over. But then don't shoot yourself in the stomach. That's going to yeah. take forever. It was weird. I'll say Not this. necessarily a bad thing, but I did strike it as like, who in the world if shoots If you want to end it quickly, I'll say this. It sounds weird, but I'm about to get real dark. If you want to end it quickly... In the head, we'll do it quickly, but I have a feeling that it would be way harder for someone to, that's like kind of on the fence. She's not on the fence about dying, but you can see she's like, she's conflicted in that moment. Okay. Um, doing something that doesn't instantly end you like that and then like happens, I feel like would be easier. It's like someone, I don't know. I, I'm getting dark, but, it, but what, <laughs> you know, a little bit too much. But you know what I'm saying is like, I feel like it would be harder for someone who's on the fence to pull the trigger towards their head than it would be to, towards their stomach. There, there's that moment of, of, uh, you, I see you what, get you what I'm saying? Okay. I get it. So that's, that's, you're where, right. That's dark, man. That's where I take it. That's where, that's what I interpret that as is like, she's feeling conflicted. Um, but she, she wants to go see her son. She also is hurting. She just wants the pain to end. She wants like all this stuff. She feels like she's made a mistake. All these different emotions are going through her and she just wants to get it over with. But it, I mean, again, like I said, if, she, if she's on the fence, it might be hard just to instantly be something. It's much more final when you do the other than when you shoot yourself in the stomach. Yeah. Um, yes, it, it's going to end up the same way, but it, it in, in someone's mind, you could see them justifying it a certain way. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying, I, I thought that was interesting to try and make her. A sympathetic character. I don't. I, I don't know if I really. I did. I mean, I get it. Look, I, I sympathize in the sadness of like someone who would believe that way, be crazy enough to believe that. That's that's where my headspace was. Where I was just like, obviously, this woman's pain 
got her to swallow the stupid thing that they've fed her. I like that there was the dynamic between her and um and David mm-hmm. um where he was still all in and she was the one that was like this isn't what I thought it was going to be. Um the thing that bugged me about the end of this movie is why did uh, is David the main character? Yeah. No, Will. Will. Will's the main character. David's the David guy. is the guy from Game of Thrones. Yeah. When they cleared out the house, why didn't they immediately just start looking for cash and stuff to take with them? Right? <laughs> what? Well, I, you know, they're all dead. They won't need it. Well, but that's, that's what happened after they realized, I, well, we don't need to call the cops I, because I, they're busy. I'm going to take it. And, and I don't remember what vehicle they drove up in, but I'm going to take it as that Will, uh-huh. uh, he ain't broke. That was his house before it was the other guy's house. He was driving a Saab. That's a nice car, but I don't think it's... He's a, had a little downfall, but he's, you know, he, he's someone yeah, who came from money, man. It, so, well, he often talk. he says earlier in the movie that uh, the money was always hers, like the oh. house and all that. Um, so, I'm just like, that. dude, start... It, was there jewels in the house that it's he could never, take? Yeah, okay. Necklaces... Art, just take it all and sell it, man. Yeah, I'm sure that's what everybody, you you know. No, right they, the guys weren't thinking. thinking that? No, they couldn't even afford their friend a pair of pants. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's why Jared was frustrated at the end <laughs> of this movie. This girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let me uh, let me tell you why I was frustrated. All right. As a, as I praised this movie earlier for uh, shucking some uh, of the traditional horror cliches. Mm-hmm. They don't do the, oh, you know, like, uh, you know, can't get out of the house. There's a reason why they can't get out of the house. That part makes sense. I don't fault them for going into weird spots. When they don't grab two different guns after disarming people, and they do eventually grab that gun and it doesn't help. But again, two different times they disarm (laughs) someone with a gun or or have the opportunity to get a gun. Guns guns cost money. That is the most ridiculous yeah thing because it's one of those things nobody i I don't care because again let me let me let me clarify one thing i can see someone being so out of their mind that they're not thinking straight they like especially the girl like she they're scared but they are very coherent they're very with it they're making relatively smart choices okay comparatively Mm -hmm. to horror movies and then they do that thing that everything happens where the character doesn't pick up the knife or they don't pick up the gun. And it's just like, why? You didn't have to do that. Because you still have a character. You pick up that gun, and then yep. we find out that gun doesn't have bullets. Fair you're enough. in the exact same situation. Yep. Plus, you have a character that wants to die, which I like whenever he's coming up to stuff. They're like, we have a gun. He's like, hey, man. Like, it's basically like, I mean, I'm here to die. Mm-hmm. It is what it is, but I'm here to do a mission. Like, like there's still fear there. You don't need to do that. I just don't understand why they did it twice. It yeah. drove me nuts. That's the type that that stuff drives me nuts as a viewer too. I agree with you. All right, let's close the book on invitation. Uh, it was a good pick, I think. Um, none of us hated it. That's for sure. Yeah. Hopefully, you'll RSVP for next week. Mm-hmm. Is that a preview? It's an invitation and dinner party joke. All right. Uh, Eric, it is going to be your pick for next week. What is going to be our movie for the week? Our movie, Jared, is going to be a little old flick, been a little bit. War Games. War Games. You know what? I have never seen it. I haven't either. Is that that Matthew Broderick? It is. I believe so, yeah. 
I l- absolutely loved this movie well, sh- as a kid. Well, don't well, don't tell us. Oh, yeah, as a just, kid, you gave yeah. us a spoiler. I thought well, you were going to give us our, your star rating. No, no, I'm saying I as a huh. kid, but as we've seen, uh, my opinions on things have changed a lot over the years. So maybe, it, oh, you know what? That you just scared me. I don't want to not like this movie. If I watch this movie, I'm going to be real sad if I don't like it. I've always had a huge hole in my uh, knowledge of movies, actually of uh, any pop culture thing you can think of. Uh, The 80s, the popular 80s movies, it's easy to find ones I haven't seen. I've never been a big fan of 80s movies. Can I give you a childhood movie that I loved? License to Drive? Oh, I still love that one. That's a great one. (laughs) I do love that We got to see if that's on Netflix. If that's on there, I would love to watch that. You're going to OD on Corey's on that one. But uh, a movie that I watched recently that I loved as a kid but hated now. Uh, Flight of the Navigator. Yeah, uh, yeah, same. I know what Ethan you're talking Hawk, about. It's Ethan Hawke, isn't it? Yeah, I believe yeah. that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I remember loving the movie. I too. loved it so much, and then oh, Not it's great. terrible. The yeah. robot talks like Pee Wee Herman. Oh, <laughs> it's amazing what you accept as a kid, man. right? Yeah, thought All it was right. going to be Mac and me. You know? All right, well, I'm interested. Let's yep. let's watch War Games. Sounds awesome. good to me. So War Games will be our move for next week. Listen, if you uh, did like this podcast. Uh, if you would go on your podcatcher of choice, if they allow you to review uh, podcasts, go ahead and give us a, a nice review. That'd be that'd be great. Uh, also, you can reach out to us at cueituppod at gmail.com. Uh, if you look at the podcast description, Eric always puts the exact spelling there, so you can just click on and uh, that'll take you right there. Uh, so with that in mind, War Games will be our movie for next week. And until then, cue it up. Mm-hmm.